Yo, yo, back again, guys. It's been a very, very long weekend, um, but I'm back. Pavage Daily Takes. Uh, you're going to be hearing a lot of my voice these days. Um, we're actually doing a morning show on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, also, happy hours Wednesdays and Fridays, so you're going to be hearing a lot of my voice, but this will be one of the very few times where you will hear, where you will hear my unfiltered um, basketball thoughts. Um, it's always Pavage Volume 2 is out right now. Please make sure, make sure that you go get that. As well as go check out the link up, man. It's a uh, it's actually a show we shot almost a year ago. Um, we were trying to like pitch it, but we just decided to just put it out and see what the people thought of it. Um, seems like you guys like it, uh, so I'll definitely be coming to you with well coming to you guys with more episodes of that. Um, so uh, look out for that. Um, and yeah, but today I want to talk about the MVP. Uh, I know we got kind of like into a segment of it um, on hoops and brews. Excuse me. It's extremely hot in my house right now. I'm sorry about that. Um, but, yeah, we kind of got into a segment on, it, on um, Hoops and Brews. But sorry about that as well. But, yeah, we got into a segment on, it, on um, Hoops and Brews. But, like, I, I just, <coughs> my take is I don't think the MVP usually, usually. Now, there are outlier situations that, that will make my um, point. Invalid, obviously, like when somebody has a incredible season or like their their you know their their team has a historic season, um, you know, like when the Warriors went seventy three and nine or when Michael went you know uh, seventy two and ten, well the Bulls went seventy two and ten, situations like that. Uh, the Lakers in two thousand, um, you know, there are certain situations where you know uh, what I'm saying isn't isn't exactly true, um, but for the most part. I don't think the MVP should ever come from the best team in the league. Like, never. Um, like, usually when you get to the point where you win, like, 60 games, it's not so much that you were so great. It's that the team around you, you had a great team. And I don't think you can be the most valuable player um, if you're always on the best team, for instance. Like, I know I argue all the time about uh, – 2014-2015 MVP. I don't think Steph should have won it. My main thing is, if your team is so good that you get to sit out fourth quarters and not play, how are you the most valuable player? Like, I don't understand how you're the most valuable. Like, even if you give a team a 10-point lead or you give your bench a 10-point lead, you not playing in, in the fourth quarter says that your bench is so amazing, your bench pushed it to 20 and you didn't have to come back in. How are you the most valuable player? You're just on the best team. Whereas somebody else, like Harden that year, I think they won 53 games, 53 or 55 games. Uh, and if you look at everybody, I think he played 82 games or like 78 or something like that. I don't think anybody else played above like 65 besides like Patrick Beverly. You were the most valuable player. Even though your team won less, I feel like you did more with less and you contributed more to your team's wins because they would be nowhere near where they were without you as opposed to somebody else who gets to sit out fourth quarters. Um even like, for instance, the Nash year, right? Not uh, the second year. Because the first year, I know Shaq thinks he should have won it. No, stop it. Stop it. See, that's also a case. Like, Nash takes a team that won, I think, 30 games a year before and gets them to 62. Like, you did something incredible with the team. Like, incredible. You you came in and lifted that franchise to a different level than what it was at beforehand. You deserve that trophy. But then the next year, Kobe Bryant comes in and averages 36 He's clearly the most valuable player. 
in the league. He's averaging 36 points. Give that man that award. Not the other guy who's on another who's on a on a 60 win team playing with Amari, playing with Sean Marion. Not that guy. Give Kobe Bryant that MVP. Um, I, I just don't even this year, right? Like you see what Harden goes through with all the injuries. The only thing that happened for Milwaukee and and um Giannis was that Milwaukee's team got better. Uh Middleton came back improved. Blesso had now had a full year there. You also uh Broden came back better. I think Broden was a rookie the first year. He was. He he came back better. Uh you didn't have Brooke Lopez or Stretch Curry. And even when the Lakers let him go, I know people was like, Oh, well, why the Lakers let Brooke Lopez go? Bro, Brooke Lopez was not the Brooke Lopez the Brooke Lopez we saw last year wasn't the Brooke Lopez the Lakers got. That was a completely different human being. He wasn't shooting like that when he was in the Lakers jersey. If he was, he still would have been there. But really, the only thing that's changed for you is your team got better. If you look at his numbers from this year and from um, the previous year, it's basically like the same numbers with, I think, maybe two more rebounds. So basically, you didn't get so much better. You didn't get exponentially better. The team around you got exponentially better. Whereas you see Harden, Capella is down. He had Chris Paul down. Uh, Pretty much the only person who played the whole season was Tucker. Every game the whole season was Tucker. You had all these injuries, and you go out there and average 36. To me, you are clearly the, the most valuable player. Your team would be nowhere near. Your team isn't even a playoff team without you, basically. I think the Bucks this year, if you take Giannis off, are still a playoff team. Now, they might be like the 7th seed, the 8th seed, the 6th seed, but I still think they are a playoff team. As opposed to if you take Harden, especially with all the injuries that you saw off this team, they're not a playoff team. I don't think the MVP should ever to usually, again, except for outlier situations, come from the best team. I think that it should be about who is the most valuable player, who was the best player in the league, not who was the best player on the best team, who was the best player in the league, which is the same reason as to why when Russ won the MVP, I was I was in favor of him getting it over Harden. The man went out there averaged a triple-double after Kevin Durant left, and he did that with Kevin Durant's team. So he averaged that triple-double, even though he was a six seed, he averaged that triple-double with a team that wasn't really built fit for him. Like, they didn't build that team around Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook really never... You could say that he he probably has never had a team built around him. I think that even the Paul George acquisition was just like a... It popped up. It was something that popped up. Like, I don't think we can give... Sam Presti extreme credit for great GMing when PG just wanted out and Indiana had to trade him. And I don't think the Lakers wanted to give up who was Ingram or something. I don't think the Lakers wanted to give up the pieces. And then he popped up and was like, yo, I got Oladipo and I got Sabonis for, uh, for PG. You want him? But I don't even still think that was built around him. Like even this year, if you ask a lot of people, people would tell you that was Paul George's team this year. I don't think you've ever seen Russ with a team built around him. So for him to do what he did that MVP season with a team that wasn't his, even though Harden had more wins, I'm going to go with Russ because I respect, I always give props to the person who did more who did more with less talent around him. That's just me. For instance, even the year Kobe won. I think Kobe should have an MVP. I don't think the MVP Kobe has is the one that he should have won. I think that one should have went to Chris Paul. Now, look, I know Gasol was an addition halfway through the season. Like, you know, he wasn't playing with Gasol through the whole year. I think Gasol came there that season, halfway through the season. But still, he played like 30 games with Gasol. David West, shout out David West, Kahoot Cabal, is not Pal Gasol. And also, if you remember, 
the way we look at Tyson Chandler now isn't the way we looked at Tyson Chandler when he got to New Orleans. Tyson Chandler was arguably on his way out the league when he got to New Orleans. We kind of looked at Tyson Chandler the way people look at Willie Colley Stein right now when he got to New Orleans. Chris Paul revitalized that man's career and got him that deal with Dallas, and then he later on goes on to win the championship. I think that MVP should have went to Chris Paul. Um, even the year um, when D Rose got it, and people said LeBron should have got it. Like, no, nah, bro. Braun got the big three, G. I, I, know, I know the Bulls won 60 games, but again, that's one of the times when I say you did something so phenomenal that you deserve that trophy. And it's not like, now granted, it's not like he was out there alone. You know, Dang wasn't no scrub. Boozer, I know Bulls fans love to hate Boozer, but Boozer wasn't no scrub. Noah, I think only played 40, if I'm not mistaken, he played 40-something games that season. I don't think he played... Um, a full season because I think that was kind of what got Oshik paid because I know um Omira Sheik I think got like a I don't, I don't know I don't know I don't know how much money he got from the Bulls but it was a decent amount that he got from the Bulls like thirty million or something like that um let me actually make sure for you guys uh let's see um yeah Noah played forty eight games Bulls only played fifty nine games and this team still ends up winning. 62 games. And if you go back to what LeBron had, LeBron had what? D-Wade with him. Yeah, Bosh with him. Like, that's enough for you not to warrant that award over Derrick Rose. I don't care what your stats are. Now, obviously, the next year when LeBron shoots like 60% from the field, and it was like 50-something. What was I think it was 60% from the field. Damn near 40% from three. No, I, th- I think it was actually. Let me actually. Well, let me look. I just want to be saying stuff. I know it was some crazy percentages, though. He shot. He shot. Fifty six percent from the field, forty percent from three, and shot seventy five percent from the line. Now look, that season I have no issue. I have no issue with 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 you know him getting that award. Like that efficiency is crazy. Um, and also I think Miami was, yeah, they finished sixty six and sixteen. Like that, that season with that level of efficiency. And it's not like he was sitting out four quarters either. The man was playing 37 minutes a night. So it ain't like the man was out there sitting out four quarters. They weren't just out there running away with people. Like this roster, I mean, look, it's a very nice roster, but they weren't just out there running away with people. I'm pretty sure the point differential wasn't that insane if the man got to go out there and play 37 minutes a night. I'm sure the point differential, like I said, couldn't have been that insane. Um, so situations like that, I have no issue with. Um, again, even the Steph year, I don't think Steph should have been the first person to win unanimous MVP, but I do 100% think that he deserved unanimous MVP. I mean, what, the man averaged 30, 73, and 9, like, you will get no contest out of that for me. Again, not a year before, when he was playing 30 minutes a night, and Harden had better numbers than him, and did more with less, I think Harden should have won it. But, that's the thing with the MVP, like, I never know how we're classifying it, I never know how we're... You know, like what the standard it is that we're doing it. You know, I, I think that people just go with whoever the best story is and um, 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 that's who gets the MVP. Like, yeah, Giannis's story is better than Harden's, like his life story. And also he's on Nike and it's time to, you know, push a new face of the league. But if you look at the seasons, I don't think there's anything comparable, in my humble opinion. Even Kobe's um, uh, um, award. I feel like that was a lifetime achievement award. I just did. Talk about the arguably the best player in the league at that point. I mean, Braun was still there, but arguably the best player in the league um, at that point in time. And he doesn't have an MVP award. 
His team is number one in the West. It's like, okay, get that man that trophy. But I thought it was a lifetime achievement award. I didn't think he deserved it over Chris Paul. I thought that Chris Paul, especially at his size, did more with less that season. I think that Chris Paul deserved it. But that's just the way I feel, man. And that's just and if you've listened to Hoops and Brews, you know that's how, that's historically how I feel. I always go with the underdog. I always go with the guy who has less talent around him, uh, which is the reason why I've been arguing the past couple of days that at their peaks, I think KG is better than Duncan because KG was just forced to do more because he just had less talent around him. Um, like that MVP year, right? If you look, I think they will finish second in the West, but KG had like 24 and 14, five assists, two blocks of steal, and if you look at who he's playing with, I mean, yeah, you got Sam Cassell, but Troy Hudson gets hurt. Um, you got Spreewell, but Spreewell's 33. Even still, Sam Cassell was like 34. So it's not like you out there playing with, like, young Sam Cassell. You're playing with a pretty older Sam Cassell. Now, granted, Sam Cassell was still good, but that's not like you out there with Kobe or something like that, you know? So, again, man, I, I, I just – the way I look at it is, you know, MVP should be the most valuable player, not the best player on the best team. And I don't think you can usually be the most valuable player if you're one of the best team. Usually, I just don't think it works like that. I just think that in most of those situations, you had one, the healthiest team, and you had the best team. And it's not so much that, like, you were, you raised a bar somewhere we've never seen before, but you played your game and the team around you got better. But that's my humble opinion. That's my column for the day. Um, yeah, Paris Daily Takes.